we're discussing was uh, the Mishnah and Lamed Zayin Amudbet explained to us that the payments of an ox scoring another ox only applies if a regular Jew's ox attacks a, a, a regular Jew's ox, but not if it's a hektesh, not if it belongs to a goy. And we said that our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya. Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya held that if a shore of Hekdesh goes a regular person's shore, it's patur. But if a regular person's shore attacks the shore, the shore of Hekdesh, you would have to pay full damages. The Gemara discussed Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya's reason. And with that, we're going to start Lamed Hetamud Aleph. Second line in where it says Shoshel Yisrael Shenegah Shoshel Kenaani Patur. If a reg- if a Jew's uh, ox attacks a goy's ox, his patur does not have to pay. And it also said if a goy's ox wounds a Jewish person's ox, he has to pay full price if it's tam or muad. And the Gemara asks, Amrei Manavshach. You know, one way or another, Irayu Dafka. If when it says Shoreayu, if it's Dafka means Dafka Israel. Then Then if a goy's ox gores one of our ox, that should also be patur. And if the word ra'eh was not specific to Jewish people, then even if a Jewish person's ox hurts a goy's ox, he should also be obligated to pay. So Amar Bi Abhur Bi says, no, the word ra'eh was dafka Israel. And the reason we're making the goy pay is because Amar Kira the Pasuk says, Amad by Moded Eretz, Ra'a by Yater Goyim. What does that Pasuk mean? Ra'a Sheba Mitzvot Shekibilu Alehim Ben Noah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw the seven mitzvot that the people of Noah accepted upon themselves. Kivan Shelokimu, once he saw that they weren't doing them, Amad Vihitir Mamunan Israel. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Matir. He permitted their money for Israel. Now, by the way, if you get a chance, there's a famous Meiri over here that tells us that if uh, Goyim act in a normal way, where they're keeping Sheva Mitzvot Ben Noah, and and they have uh, judges, and they have court systems, and they're not killing each other, then you have to treat them the same. You can't show favoritism to a Jew. Very kedai to look at the Meiri and the history of uh, the Meiri being... Uh, censored for many years. Very good to look into it. Now, Rabbi Yohanan Amar, he gives a different explanation. Mehacha, he learns it from here. Hosea Mehar Paran. Kadosh Bahu showed up from the mountain of Paran. Mi Paran, Hosea Mamonam le Israel. From Paran, when the time he went around to everyone, he asked them, Hey, do you want the Torah? And they all said no for whatever reason it was. At that point, Hashem. He revealed their money to Israel. He let them have it. Like these uh, two uh, answers, like Rabbi Abu and Rabbi Hanan's answers, if a Jewish person's ox wounds a Kenani person's ox, he's patur. And if a goy's uh, ox hurts a Jew's ox, whether it's tam or muad. You have to fill, uh, pay fully. Shneimar amad vaimodet etzer avayater goyim. That's the pasuk that Rabbi Abuhu brought. Veomer and here's another pasuk. Hofi amehar paran. That's the pasuk that Rabbi Yochanan brought. Now my veomer. Why do you need that extra pasuk of hofi amehar paran? Vechitema hay amad vaimodet eretz mibayadelch derav matna vechidrav Yosef. 
If you want to say that Pasuk of Amad Vemodedet is for Rav Matna and Rav Yosef, then Tashema Hofia Mehar Paran, Mi Paran Fiamaman Israel, that from Paran, Akash Bahori revealed, meaning he permitted the, the Goyim's money to Israel. So now, my Rav Matna, what are we talking about? That Pasuk Amad Vemodedet Eretz, they said Rav Matna did something with it, he was doing something. So what was it? The Amad of Matna, Amad Vemodedet Eretz Ra'ah, Hashem saw that the seven mitzvot of Ben Enoch, they were commanded and didn't keep them. So Kadosh Baruch Hu exiled them from their land. How do you understand the word vayater? It means Kadosh Baruch Hu exiled them. So the Gemara explains because the in regards to to creepy crawly things are they kosher or that it says it's to walk on the land and the Unclus explained it to walk with them on the land to jump with them on the land. So over here also Akash Baruch made them jump away from their land. Okay. Umay de Rav Yosef. What did Rav Yosef explain with the word Ahmad by Modi Deretz? The Amar of Yosef, Ahmad by Modi Deretz, Mara'a, what did Hashem see? Rashi, Vam Yitzvot, Shkiblah, Lehem, Bene Noach, Vilo, Kiyimum, Hashem saw that the seven Mitzvot, Bene Noach, didn't accept upon themselves, Ahmad by Hitiran, Lehem. And then Hashem said, okay, you're not keeping them anyways, it's Mutar. So the Gemara doesn't understand. It Gurea, it Gur, they got rewarded for not keeping the Mitzvot. So we see a person who sins, he gets rewarded. So Amar Mor Bered Rabina Lomar Shafiu Mekamin Otan Emekabim Halem Sachar. No, it becomes mutar, meaning in a sense where even if you did it, it doesn't count as a mitzvah. And the Rashi says, "Velo, what they don't get them, the goyim don't get mitzvot for keeping Shavuot mitzvot benenoch. They don't get reward for it." The Hatanya. Rabbi Meir Omer Minay Shafiu Nochri VeAlsek BaTorah Shuk Kohen Gadol. How do we know if a goy learns Torah, he deals with Torah, he gets rewarded, and he's on the level of a Kohen Gadol, Tamud Lomar, Asher Ya'aseh Otam Adam Bahai Bahem, says Adam does these mitzvot, lives with them, Kohanim Levim Yisraelim Lo Nehmar, doesn't say anything about Kohanim Levim Yisraelim, Ela, Adam, just a regular person, Halamata, what do you learn from here? Shafilu Nochri Vosik Batorah, Arei Ukei Kohen Gadol, that even a Goy who's learning Torah is like a Kohen Gadol, so, you, so you see, they you, even if you're not commanded, you still get mitzvah for doing it. You get rewarded for doing it. So, so the Gemara explains: you don't get rewarded for some as if you're someone who was commanded and you followed the commandment. Rather, you get rewarded like someone. You know, it's a little bit less that you were not uh, commanded and you did. Greater is the one who's commanded and follows the, the commandment than the person who was not commanded and does with the mitzvah. And again, over here, there's a famous Meiri who explains that if someone went uh, off the derech of, Ju- of Judaism. And uh, you know, for you know, some stuff makes sense to him, so he still does them. Then he doesn't get rewarded for those. 
you will get rewarded uh, as if you're someone who was not commanded and follows. So uh, let's say a person went off there, he doesn't want to be religious anymore, doesn't want to believe in the Torah anymore, but he still he doesn't steal. And still uh, he maybe you know, once in a while he'll fast on a, on a holiday. Okay, so you'll get a mitzvah as if you were not commanded. You, uh, you're just uh, like an extra thing that you did, but it's, you're not uh, one of us. Very, very kedai to look into that sugya also. Very kedai. Tan Rabbanan. The Roman kingdom sent two officers to the Hachm Israel, and they said, Can you please teach us our, your Torah? And they learned it, and they repeated it, and, they, and again they repeated it a third time. When they finished learning Torah, the, the officer said, we went deep into your Torah, and it's true. Except for one thing that you say, that that if a Jewish ox gores a goes ox, patur is exempt. And if a Kenani's ox damages of Israel, he has to always pay full damages, whether it's Tam or Muad. And we don't understand, because one way or another, Dafka, if that word ra'eo is dafka in the pasuk, then even when a Kenani damages Israel's ox, when a Kenani ox damages Israel's ox, liptar, it should also be patur. The ira'eo love dafka, and if the word ra'eo is not specific, and then even when Israel's ox goes, goes ox, he should be hayav. And the Brightans of Vidavar Ze and Anumodim Motole Malchut. And by the way, as a Karatatov sort of thing, we're not telling the, uh, our bosses uh, of this halacha, it's too dangerous. And the Gemara says a story of Shmuel by Yudah Shechiva Le Berata. Of Shmuel by Yudah's daughter passed away. I'm really Rabbanan Ola, Kum Nezil in Hameh. The rabbis told Ola, let's go visit him. If Shiva House will be Menachem Avelim. Amar Lehon, he said, My iti gabe nehamata de Babla'e. What am I going to comfort him? The comfort of Bablim, the gidufahu. Everything they do is heresy. It's like knocking a kadosh baruch damre. They tell a person, "My evshalim avad." What can we do? It sounds like evshalim avad avde. It sounds like oh, if we could do it, we would do it. It's as if uh, you said like oh, if you could do it, you would do it. it means a kadosh baruch is wrong, and we would have changed it. So he didn't like uh, going and being in Hamavilim the way uh, Bablim do it. By the way, the Nimukeo Yosef explains that uh, really a person should accept what Akadosh Baruch Hu does, you know, mehava. He should love whatever he does, no matter what. And you know, to be melamed zechut and hachamim, saying, listen, if we had the power, maybe we could tell Akadosh Baruch Hu differently. Maybe we could do special tefillot or something to change the gzera. But we're not on that level. That's, they're trying to like knock themselves. Either way, Ola didn't want to go with them. What ended up happening is, Azal hu lehudai lehudai gabe. And then he went by himself. Amar le, Ola told of Shmuel by Yehuda, Bayomer Hashem Eli, al tatsaret Moav, al tidgarba milhama. Hashem told Moshe, don't start up with Moav, don't go to war with them. You really think Moshe Rabbeinu was going to go to war without permission from Hashem? 
Ela Nasa Moshe Kalvahomer Beatsumo. Rather Moshe de Kalvahomer runs on. Amaru Mamidianim Shalobao El Azoret Moav, Amra Torah, Tsaror, Tamidianim Bikitemotam. The whole thing with Midian. Well, where did it start from? Because Midian wanted to help Moav, and Hashem said, uh, Go ahead, go to war with Midian, attack them, kill them, don't leave anyone from them. So then Moavim Atzman, local Shikan, the Moavim themselves, who they're the ones who actually hired Bil'am, maybe all the more so that we should fight with them. And that's why Amar Lakos Baruchu, Lokeshe Alta Aldatecha, Alta Aldati. Whatever you were thinking, I wasn't thinking. Rather, Shete Peredot Tovot Yeshli Lotzimen. I still got two good doves that are going to come out from them. Ruta Moabia, Vinama Amonit. Ruta, David's great grandmother, and Nama Amonit married Shalomo Hamelech. And this is what Ola said to Rav Shmuel Bayuda. Ba'alot varim kalvahomer. This is kalvahomer. Oma bishvil shete peredoto wot haas hakadosh baruch hu al shete umot kedolot. Look for these two doves, Ruth and Amma. Hakadosh baruch hu had mercy over Ammon and Moab, these two great nations. Velo harivan didn't destroy them even though they sinned. Bitoshil Rabbi, the daughter of the rabbi, im kesherahi uruyahi latzet mimena davar tov alahat kama bekama davahaya. Look, if someone in the family was supposed to be good, if something good was supposed to come out of her, all the more so Akash Rahuda had mercy and let her live. And the way the Mephashim explained this, which is, it sounds like he's knocking her, what he's really trying to say is that she completed her mission. Anything good that she was supposed to do, she completed her mission. Anything from this point forward wouldn't help her mission. And that's why Akash Rahu took her. And Amar Bihya Baraba Amar Bihanan in a Kashbarhu Mekapehskar called Biryakush Barahu doesn't take away a reward from any creature. A filuskar sihana, even the reward for speaking nice. The Ilu Bahira de Kamra Moab Amar Lakosh Barhul Mushata Sat Moabat Gabba Muhammad. The older one, she called her son uh she called her son Moab. So Kosh Bahu said, Do not start with Moab, do not make a fight. Muhammadu do the law don't fight with them but you're allowed to enslave them and to make them give you bread, water, whatever it is the younger one who called their son Ben Ami Amon Hashem told Moshe you can get close to Amon just don't uh, trap them don't again fight with them Meaning, kalal at all. That filo energia lot avid behu do not even enslave them. On the other hand, v'amar b'chiyah baraba, v'amar b'shar ben korcha le'olam yakdim adam l'dvar mitzvah. Person shall always be the first one to do mitzvah. Shevishvil laila hat shekadamta b'chira le'tzayira kedamta arba dorot le'israel because the older sister was with her father one night earlier. So therefore she was Zocheh to be part of the Jewish nation four generations earlier than Amon. By root, you have Obed, Yishai, David, and Shlomo. Ve'ilu the one that came from Amon, Amma, Adre Havam. There was no one who was born Jewish in that family until Rehavam, Rechtiv, Veshem, Imon, Amma, Ha'amonit. Rehavam's mother was Amma, Amonit. Tanur Abanan. 
If a Jewish person's ox gores a kuti's ox, now a kuti is someone that uh, Sanharev, the king of Ashur, brought, uh, he brought a group of people to, to Eretz Israel. They're called kutim. In the beginning, they're doing avodah zarah. Uh, they were getting attacked by lions, so they said, let's worship uh, this uh, land's uh, God. They started uh, following mitzvot to some degree. So are they Jewish? Are they not Jewish? It's been a question for many, many years. And it's a big suffix in the Gemara. Today we call them goyim. But back then in the Gemara's time, it was still a suffix. So we said if a Jewish person's ox gores a kuti's ox, patur, and the, for the very simple reason is, prove to me that you're Jewish and you can take my money. And that's why if a kuti's uh, ox gores a Jewish person's ox, well, that's why and that's why if it's a tam, you only have to pay half damages because prove that I'm not Jewish. And if it's Moad, okay, you have to pay full damages anyways. Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says, listen, they're goyim. Therefore, sure of Israel that a gore's kuti's ox, he's patur. And a kuti's ox that gore's a Jewish person's ox, Ben Tam Ben Muad Meshalem Nezek Shalem. You have to pay full damages. So let me read this. Savar Bimir Kutim Gere Alayot. And it sounds like Bimir holds that the Kutim were, you know, they were fake converts. The only reason they did it is because they were scared of lions. Or mean here, where the problem is in in Masechet Nida in regards to a woman who saw blood. It was a stain on her clothing, not actual blood. And we said over there, it's only, it's but that's only by Jewish people. It, we don't, the, by Goyim, they don't have that Tum'ah. Uh, and therefore, all the stains that come from a city called Rekim, where the majority are Goyim, it's Tahor, because we're going to say it, it, it's from a Goy. Rabbi Uda says, no, it's, uh, it's really Tameh. Why? Because the majority of them are converts, real converts, and uh, they just uh, don't know the halachot, so they just uh, treat themselves as if they're goyim, but they're really not goyim. And, but Rabbi Uda says, but if, it, if the stain comes from a Gentile city, then they're tehorim, because we know it came from a goy. Rekem is different. Miben Israel, if it came from a Jewish place, even if it's a place where Efker, where there, you know there's there's some Jews, some Goyim, or Miben Akutim, or if it came from the Kutim, then Rabbi Meir Metameh v'Hachamim Tarim. Rabbi Meir is the one who says Tameh because yeah, the Kutim don't hide their stains, and they have the same rules as Israel. V'Hachamim Metaharim, and the reason Hachamim say they're Tahor Shelo Nechshedu Al Kitmehen. Because Israel and even Kutim, they're not. Uh, we don't suspect them of just being mafkir uh, their stains. You know, they don't, they don't just leave it in places where people can just pick it up. Rather, they hide it. It's not nice. They hide it. So therefore, if you found something, it's probably from an immodest, not Jew. And therefore, how can you say it's tahor? Now, bottom line is al meir kutim Bottom line of here, you see that Rabbi Meir calls them Jewish. So on one hand, you told me that they're gere arayot, and that's why you, you know whatever when it comes to an ox scoring an ox, they're considered a goy. But over here, when it comes to tumah, you're telling me they're Jewish. So which one is it? 
So Amar Abihu really, Rabbi Meir holds that they're really Jewish. However, Kenasu Shekanas Rabbi Meir Bimamonam Shiloitameubahim. Rabbi Meir find that when it comes to money, this way we don't mix with them. So everyone knows that oh, if you heard his cow or your 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 uh, your patur because they're not really Jewish, we don't want people mixing between them. So that's the real reason, not because they're not Jewish. Could be they really are Jewish. We just don't want people mixing with them. Now, Mativ Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Zera has a problem because in Masechet Tubot we learned ve'elu ne'arot she'esh lehem kenas. The following woman, if someone uh, forced his way with them or seduced them, he has to pay the father fifty kesef. Habal hamamzeret ve'al netina v'alakutit. One of those women is hamamzeret anetina. That means she comes from the Givonim and the Kutit. Now, ve'isal kadatach kenas Rabbi Meir b'mamonam hachanami niknos kedesh shelo itamayubain. Now, if Rabbi Meir said we're going to find them when it comes to money, we should also find them in regards to honest and say that if someone was with a kuti woman by force, he shouldn't have to pay. Why? So we don't mix between them. You should know that she's not Jewish. So the Gemara explains, very simply, we don't want someone who is sinning to also get rewarded. You forced your way with this woman, and then you, you want to get out of it uh, scot-free without paying or anything. No, we're not going to let that happen. So the Gemara says, why don't you just give the money to Anim? Charge the guy just to give him to, you know, give it to Tzedakah. And this way everyone knows, she's not Jewish. And the uh, and the money and the guy get, has to pay for it and uh, give it uh, give it to tzedakah. If we would say give it to the aniim, it would become money that no one's going to claim. No one has a claim over that money. It just belongs to aniim. Which tzedakah? Which uh, which which poor person you're going to give that money to? No one's going to claim it. No one's going to ever yell and scream. No one's going to ever take you to betin. And therefore, hachamim said it's better to just give it to this woman, this kutit. And this person won't uh, get rewarded. And that's why in regards to the bull, we're going to say you don't have to pay according to Rabbi Meir. But when it comes to an honest, you still have to pay. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.